Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second episode of Fillmore's Crossing. Yeah, we're going with that now. And last time, we met Igmut. I remember that. There was something about uh, throwing some hatchet at, at hatchets at cats. And they weren't really excited about the magical items that Calvin Ridley gave them because they're little bitches. But other than that, um, how you guys doing tonight? Doing great. I'm about to erp- open a bourbon barrel stout, so I'm going to be happy here in a bit. I'm happier than a pig in shit. <laughs> so let's uh, just take a second to um, reintroduce um, Igmat Yazi, just in case uh, anybody might have forgotten uh, who he is. Could you just give us a quick little uh, synopsis of who you are, Wesley? Yes, so I play Igmat Yazi. Um, he's a half orc, half human uh, tracker and guide. Um, uh, he, he's going to uh, lead uh, the folks uh, around um, Fillmore's Crossing um, and the surrounding areas. Most excellent. All right. Well, when we last left off, you guys had just uh, went and grabbed your your donkeys to make your way out into the desert and start uh, the day and a half long journey to Fillmore's Crossing. <laughs> you stopped and bought some you bought some new hats uh, Falk bought a coonskin hat for reasons you you know it <laughs> cause it's only 110 degrees out right now I bet that uh... and it protects him from the sun so well <laughs> right right Although maybe at night uh, when it gets cold, everybody else is going to be shivering and he's going to be like, man, I'm glad I bought this coonskin hat. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. <laughs> you know, the, the Fawport uh, public school system didn't really prepare me from, for going out west. <laughs> That's fair. So anyway, um, you guys uh, start traveling. Now, donkeys are a little bit different than traveling on horseback. And so, um, one of the things that first becomes readily apparent to you is they're a little bit thinner, so it's actually a little bit more comfortable to ride on a donkey than it is to ride on a horse, and this is not a revelation that you thought uh, you would come to. However, one of the the problems with uh, donkeys is that they tend to be a little bit more stubborn, so I would like for everybody but Igmut to make an animal handling check or nature if uh, that's all there is now. I forget. Fifth edition. Fuck. Oh, it doesn't matter. If mine gets out of line, I'll just punch it. I call it the donkey punch. (laughs) (laughs) I got a 13. So I rolled a 9. Alright. I mean, every once in a while, uh, Tom, you kind of have a little bit of trouble keeping your... uh, your donkey on the trail but it hasn't like fully come to a stop or anything like that it's just been uh it just kind of wanders off the trail a little bit and you keep tugging and tugging and then Igmat has to come (laughs) over and grab the reins and lead the donkey back onto the bath and (laughs) he kind of chastises you a little bit but Igmat's pretty quiet so he doesn't really uh damn city slickers (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, mine's uh, mine's riding awesome. D- does uh, does my mo- uh, donkey have a name already, or can I name it? You can name it. All right, I haven't thought of a name, but I just <laughs> would like to know that I could <laughs> in the future. <laughs> I'm gonna name it Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just kind of pausing here to let you guys, if you want to do any in-character shit, you can. Otherwise, I can just, you know, blast us forward in time. I have no problem either way. So how long until we get there? I reckon it'll be around a day, day and a half if we ride hard. I can tell you it's a hard ride. You don't like the jackasses? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit of a horseman myself. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, Tim, we don't have anything to talk about. You should move us forward. <laughs> very, very clear. It has become incredibly apparent to me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, how you know you must railroad your party. <laughs> Here, guys, everybody, everybody, come on board the train. Come on board the train, and I'll lead us to something fun to do. All right. Oh wait, uh, I I remember now. There is something I need to add. Um, like uh, man, you are kidding. Uh, it, it is bright as shit out here. I can't see anything. <laughs> well, I reckon y'all have plenty of rainstorms out there in the big city, don't you? Yeah, we got quite a few. Lots of cloud cover. Well, yeah, and just uh, you know the the all the soot from from the chimneys and, and all the coal we burn and, and everything, it kind of blocks out the sun a little bit, too. Even on a clear I, day. I see. Well, unless we have any uh, monsoons roll in, which you'll know when you hear them, we won't, uh, we won't have anything but uh, clear bright skies. So, cover your eyes when you can. Mm, I very, 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 uh, uh, flamboyantly like take my glasses off rub them on my shirt look through the lenses put them back <laughs> on my face <laughs> I, I notice none of this <laughs> so you guys are uh, riding for a couple of hours and the terrain was fairly flat but after um, after a couple of hours you start to you start to get into rockier terrain and uh, Igma, you know that there is a river not too far from here where you're going to be able to stop and uh, water your donkeys and refill your canteens and things like that. And so have gay sex. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah. What? We call it. Where the fuck Jesus did that come Christ. From? We call it broke back crossing. <laughs> well, there's another one going to be cut from the show. <laughs> Didn't we 
make a rule about about uh, if you're gonna make bad jokes, they have to be in character. <laughs> I said broke back crossing in my low voice. Maybe maybe you just need your pitch pipe so that you uh, can get a little bit lower. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. We all but have yeah. separate tents, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear before we're too far away from town. I mean, we could always go back. <laughs> now, uh, Tim... Uh, I, guess, I guess it's just you and me, donkey. <laughs> <laughs> While Igmet wouldn't know... Uh, well, he, he would know the possibility of what they might come across... He, he might know the terrain, right? He, he would know oh, the terrain after the river. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you guys are going to have, you know that you're going to have to go down into what is basically a ravine. Um, n- not super high walls. The, the walls are maybe only like 30 feet tall. But, right. okay. But it definitely isn't, it isn't the best uh, place to stop in the world, but it's also, you know, one of the last spots that you can get some water for quite some time right i see okay uh, well boys i reckon here in another hour uh we'll come across uh slot canyon uh, in the bottom of the ravine there'll be a river uh, we need to water our asses including the two of you <laughs> uh, and then continuing on continue on I love how he, how you guys, how he kind of got glossed over the fact that he said including the two of y'all, because <laughs> Brian's fucking laugh just cut over it a little bit. But well, I tried. That was gold. That was gold. <laughs> Man, who would have thought they'd have bidets out here? <laughs> bidet, mate. You, Bad you jokes s- are in character, Brian. Uh, bidet, mate. <laughs> 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 all right all right so you guys left um you guys left town maybe nine ten o'clock in the morning it's gonna be five it's gonna be like four or five in the afternoon um pretty quick here when uh when you start to spot the uh the ravine walls raising out of the raising out of the ground in the distance and you can see that there is greenery around this area as well. So the telltale sign of water, you don't even have to do a perception check for it because there's literally nothing except except for cacti, except for around this one area directly in front of you. And mm. so... Uh, so I'm obviously in the back because I can't see anything. But uh, would this area kind of um, allow me to see a little bit because the green wouldn't be reflecting off uh, as bad. Yeah, no, you're definitely uh, you're definitely having a little bit of an easier time uh, an easier time seeing um, what uh, just this specific area. You know, if you start to turn and look at other areas of the desert, it's still just as hard to perceive anything. But this definitely sticks out a lot easier. Oh well, hot damn! I can actually see something. Not much to see around here. I mean, it's gold for me. <laughs> now that we're here at the water, uh, we need to lead these donkeys down into the bottom so they can drink. Now, you need to dismount. Now, would we be going into the, you know, 
the bottom from the front. <laughs> like the front bottom, if you will. <laughs> now, you, you you know, I don't have a lot of experience uh, jumping off these donkeys. And this one's kind of, uh, I just, and I, and I start to nervously stand up and pull my leg off of him. Um, can I roll to see if something bad happens? <laughs> sure, go ahead. What am I doing? Uh, roll another animal handling. Okay. 15, not bad. So, you you quickly scramble off of him, and as soon as you get off, the donkey starts kicking and braying <laughs> and, and just making a huge fuss, but you got off just in time for, uh, for this stubborn ass to uh, not fling you off of it. <laughs> I just calmly say, whoa, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys all give me a perception check, please? I'm at disadvantage still, aren't I? Yes, sir. All right. Oh, well, that's not good. <laughs> All right, six. Four. Nineteen. Nineteen. All right. So you, like, you guys start to roll into this canyon a little bit to where the river starts to widen to, or, well, where the stream starts to widen into a real river. And, um... You think you hear the faint sound of of hoofs um, coming from up over the up over the walls of this box canyon? Hmm. Good thing I had my glasses on. I might not have heard those hoofs. <laughs> <laughs> we need to hurry. Get the asses down in there now. I suspect there might be some orc riders around here. <clears throat> Where are we going? Away from them. <laughs> sound reasoning. All right, hold on to your asses. <laughs> I like uh, kind of just hug the cliff wall there and um, try to stay as close to it as I can. You guys start to hear. Um, you guys don't see anything yet, but you start to hear. Um, everybody starts to hear the um, the telltale sign or sounds of uh, of horses at at a quite a fast gallop, and you're not really. It's kind of hard to tell with the way that everything is echoing around in the canyon where exactly this is coming from, but you you would venture to guess that there is at least at least five horses, if not more. Um, Igma, you would you would think that uh, that if these are riders, there would be somewhere between five and ten, just because that's uh, normally what an orc raiding party would consist of. Right. Um, and if you're unlucky, there will be a war chief with them. I'm getting my rifle out. Aren't you half orc? Can't you explain to these gentlemen that we're just passing through? No, no. I'm an outcast from man and orc alike. And I know these fellas. They don't want to talk or negotiate. If they're out here, they're out here for blood or money. We best get on on our way, shouldn't we? Uh, I draw my gun too. Do you guys? Uh, do you guys have any? Do you want to even bother trying to stop and getting water, or no? Uh, no. I thought no. Well, I would have already filled up my canteen before we. Uh heard the orcs did that happen before we even got down to the water that happened before you even got down to the water oh okay uh then um yeah fuck it i'll try it <laughs> what, what do you want me to roll to see if i can fill up a canteen 
Oh, I don't want you to roll anything. Um, but you're gonna get off of your uh, you're gonna get off the donkey and go fill it up at the water. Yeah, I was already off of him, like kind of standing beside him, trying to hold him close to the to the edge. And uh, fortune favors the bold. And uh, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever got back on my donkey. I'm so gonna you- very stealthily uh, go down to the water's edge and try to fill my canteen. Go ahead and roll me a stealth check. How close are we to the wall? Um, the canyon is only about 50 feet wide, and the river is like 10 feet wide at most. It's not a very large river, um, but it flows fairly fast. The, vo- the hooves we heard were on the top of the canyon wall? Correct, and the canyon walls are about 30 feet tall. And it's our side that we heard him? You think you hear him coming from both sides. Oh, shit. So uh, I, I rolled a 16 plus 3, so 19. Yeah, you uh, you creep up to the water and um, you stick your canteen in, and the water is cold, um, very cold, and it moves very quickly. Um, you get it filled up and have relatively no issue. You guys do, however, start to hear, Uruk, 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 in uh, coming from over the canyon walls, but still see nothing. Yazi, you know that that's a bad sign. I I draw my scatter gun and um, I grab several of the uh, donkey um, ropes in my hand and start riding along the water. Um, and I yell for um, both of my companions to follow with me. I pull out my spider gloves. <clears throat> I could climb up to the top and see what we're dealing with. I, I don't believe you want to do that right now. I believe we, we get our asses out of here. Literally. <laughs> I say that in character. I, <laughs> I attempt to get back on my donkey. Why don't you roll me an animal handling check? <laughs> I'm going to do that as well. Damn, 23. 18. Oh, wow. So actually this time you walk over. And you hold out your your hand like Chris Pratt in Jurassic World. <laughs> and the donkey, it brays at you for a second and then lowers its head. And you plant one hand on its neck and just launch yourself right into a seated position. I mean, this is by far the... And Igma, this is the most impressive display of horsemanship that you have ever seen in your entire <laughs> life. And the fact that it happened on a donkey is even more impressive. <laughs> I'll be damned. Baldy can ride. And on a donkey, no less. Thank Ernie. Yeah, Donnie, yeah. <laughs> so why don't you guys uh, roll me initiative, please? Oh, dear. We're getting into it. 20. Not a natural 20, but a 20. You, you guys, we should have had a longer conversation on the way here so that this would be next episode. <laughs> Eight. All right. 21. Getting those high rolls today. All right. So, Tom, you would be first, and I'm going to actually give you some extra movement because of your awesome animal handling check and the fact that... This donkey, you guys, you guys are in unison right now. Whether or not this is going to last forever, I don't know. But right <laughs> now, you guys are fucking partners. He realizes, like, oh shit, I'm probably gonna die in this situation. Too. Maybe I should follow this guy's lead. Are we holding hands as we ride? Like, sort of, uh... 
Thelma and Louise style. Is Ride of the Valkyries playing behind us? I don't know. Is that is that copywritten or can we uh, fair use it? Oh, uh, parody. I don't know, Brian. It would should be fair care. use. It like was written like three hundred years ago. Because <laughs> if that shit's fair use, then absolutely that shit is playing. <laughs> <laughs> Will anybody sue us? Is the real question. <laughs> will, will Wagner come out of his grave, and the ghost will hire an attorney? <laughs> so, what do you want to do, Tom? Oh, uh, well. You don't see anybody yet. Like, is there any cover anywhere? Yeah, I mean, there's there's little scrub, br- uh, scrub brush and stuff like that. I mean, if you guys are riding at full pace, these are not going to be easy shots to take, even though they do have elevation. Because there is, like I said, there is a lot of, uh, of bushes and, like, uh, very scraggly looking trees and stuff like that that are kind of lining this canyon. Although at the same time though, that does kind of make the uh, the going a little bit tougher. But for you, because you and uh, your donkey are one and the same basically at this point, you have you have reached total synthesis. I'm going to give you a little bit of extra movement than I normally would because yeah, you guys are moving through. You guys are moving through foliage and things like that, so it's definitely... You're kind of in cover, sort of, if that makes sense. Because you said that you guys are riding close to the walls, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that would be... There would definitely be uh, foliage and shit in there then, for sure. Right, Wes? I'm not, like, bullshitting the desert here, right? Like, oh, you're no. generally fine. Okay. No, if, there, if there's a river, there'll be, I mean, uh, high brush, maybe even cottonwoods around there, so, yeah. That totally is what I said. Yep. <laughs> Good thing we have a native Utah to uh, keep our keep our fiction accurate. <laughs> All right. I pass. What do you mean? Uh, I'm not doing anything. You're just gonna. Stay Are you at still? least using your uh, 50 feet of mo- or 45 feet of movement? Yeah, I'm still riding with the boys. I just uh, I don't have anything special I want to do. <clears throat> Do you want to hold your action for something? I can. They can carry over. Yeah. So you just have to pick out something exact. So, like, if you said, "When if Falk gets hit by a bullet, I cast a healing spell," or if an orc pops out behind a rock, I shoot him, or you know what I mean. Like, if you pick out something directly, you can hold your action and do it when those um, criteria are met. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> So, uh, if any guys appear over the ledge, I will uh, use Thaumaturgy to cause an earthquake, and that's within my range. Gotcha. Falk, what would you like to do? All right. Um, uh, can any of you guys tell if uh, if there's any on the other side of the canyon here? I'm um, saying this as, uh, you know, if we can tell if anybody's on uh, the other side of the water, if... Uh, Going over the water would help us at all get away from them. I don't see anyone, but I had a feeling they were on both sides of us. Ah, well, shit. Um, <laughs> I will then, uh, I will hold a chill touch um, at the ready in my um, revolver and uh, just wait to blast somebody if they pop out. Man, both sides of us, like, what a shit navigator Igmet is. We <laughs> walked right into a trap. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, he did say that it'd probably be a trap or that it might be bad because it is water, but you also need it. So that's, that's a thing. That's fair. And I, I'd also like to mention that Falk was the only one that filled up his uh, canteen at this point. So hopefully you guys stay on his team. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this is where this is where the audience learns about my germophobia. <laughs> so uh. you hear more of that chanting, Uruk, 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 and it's starting to get closer and closer. And then over um, to the left of you guys, uh, over in front of you, maybe maybe 40 or 50 feet, you see, um, like, appearing at the edge of the cliff is this huge orc. I mean, much larger than the orcs that you would see in the confinement. Um, it seems like like years of, uh, of easy living has made, uh, has made the orcs and half-orcs of uh, Farport and the, and the Imperium less dangerous, but this creature is massive. And it's wielding um, a huge two-sided axe that's connected with uh, a long stave in between. So it's got basically um, a double-sided axe head on either end of this staff. And you can see what is uh, probably a rifle slung across his back. And he does the sand people move where he kind of pumps the the axe up above his head (laughs) and continues to... You know, chant along with uh, the rest of his uh, party. And that brings us to you, Igma. What would you like to... Oh, actually, I lied. Tom. They have a cave troll. Your thaumaturgy? Yeah. Your thaumaturgy? How do I resolve that? Uh, I don't think you do. It's just... Uh, I mean, it, as the DM <laughs> as the DM controlling these characters, well, I think it's up for you to decide because there's nothing to roll. Yeah, I'm going to... Here's I'm the thing. Um, dexterity check then. Will, will that give me uh, advantage on my uh, chill touch? Um, it shot? will, as a matter of fact, because I just right. uh, rolled a seven. <laughs> so he lost oh, okay. his footing cool. a little bit. Like he doesn't fall into the canyon or anything, but he kind of, you know, in the middle of the like, kind of, uh, he just wiggles back and forth trying to steady his balance. He actually takes one of his hands off of that axe and holds them both out wide to uh, recatch his balance and Falk. Blast him. <laughs> well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I got a, a six plus seven, so... Um, it seems the Lodge Boy has yeah, brought an axe to a gunfight. Thirteen. <laughs> does a thirteen hit? I doubt it. It does hit, as a matter of fact. Holy crap. All right, so... Um, we'll be... All right, ten times two, twenty. All right. And the... And then um, it's necrotic damage, and um, they can't regain hit points until the start of their next turn. Gotcha. Or, uh, yeah. yeah. You uh, you level your gun, and it's kind of bouncing a little bit as the uh, donkey is galloping beneath you. And you try and time it in between the, the, the barrel of the gun bouncing up and down uh, between the target and the canyon wall. And you pull the trigger... At just the right time, you watch the, as this uh, as this bolt of glowing blue energy, and at the same time that that happens, an earthquake sounds in the distance, and you can see the rocks start to shake just enough 
that it actually causes this orc to move directly into the path of your shot, <laughs> and it creates a, a large purplish, uh, a purplish blue bruise uh, in the center of his chest, and he kind of reels from it for a second. Yeah, chill out, bro. Igbut, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, well, good shot. Uh, so my first action um, is I I jump off uh, my donkey and um, try to uh, get behind a fallen cottonwood tree uh, to take cover. Uh, oh, so you're gonna stop riding? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. So I, I yes I I stop riding and jump to to take cover be- behind this fallen tree uh, so I can okay. shoot from there. I think I'm going to use my bow and shoot at the big guy. 19, uh, 26. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be a hit. Um, All right. Uh, 14 plus four. All right. So 18. Um, you let fly your arrow and it... Uh, it streaks towards this orc and it lands right in the center of his thigh and he actually seems less affected by the arrow than he did by the magic. He just reaches down and rips the arrow from his thigh and continues to chant and glare at you. Um, seemingly, like I said, unaffected. Un- unfazed. <laughs> Damn. Correct. Huh. So... Falk, why don't you go ahead and uh, give me a dexterity saving throw, please? With pleasure. That would be 19 plus 3, 22. All right. So, Igmet, you see... So, directly in front of you, um, Tom is in the lead. He's charging towards where this uh, war chief is at. And uh, you're pretty positive that this guy is the war chief, just considering how big he is and... uh, the way that he's kind of coming out and trying to intimidate you first. Right. Um, it, right. it seems like a fairly, uh, a, a fairly war chief tactic. And then you see just from over that left wall about dead, even for where, from where Falk is riding, you see another orc go airborne like a war boy in, uh, in Mad Max Fury road. <laughs> nice. And he, Witness me. (laughs) He's sailing through the air with a giant axe raised and cocked above his head. And he just sails over Falk as Falk ducks below the, (laughs) below the orc. And you see him crash into the river. And uh, he, he actually hits his head quite hard. And you see uh, quite a bit of blood start to pool up into the river. But, uh, he looks to be still alive because he's struggling and trying to grab onto rocks and stuff, but the river is quite strong and maybe looks like it might take him down uh, further. And uh, you start to see more um, orcs start to dot the uh, dot the ridge and uh, start to lower or start to raise rifles and level them at you guys. You count uh, you count six. Seven, if you include the one that just jumped off of the off of the cliff. Uh-huh. Eight, if you include the war chief. Down in the canyon with us? No, they're all up like above lining the walls. There are uh, there are four on one side, five if you include the war chief, and then three on the other. 
you guys basically in unison hear a bunch of gunshots go off and Falk, you are the only one that gets hit because I of assume that you're, <laughs> I assume that your armor class is not above 19. Uh, it is 16. So you actually get grazed by one of these shots for uh, seven bludgeoning. All right. But yeah, I mean, pieces pieces of foliage start to explode and fly everywhere as the air becomes a lot more lead than uh, than oxygen at this point. Oh, shit. Tom, what would you like to ah. do? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pulling over and I'm jumping behind cover. Okay. He, like, puts his blinker on. <laughs> Gets his hazard, starts to slowly merge over the shoulder. Why don't you go ahead and uh, give me an animal handling check? Oh, but I was doing so well. Yeah, then you decided to pull over. <laughs> Should have named your donkey. I got a 10. Okay. Uh, so you you have to fight with your uh, with your donkey a little bit to get him to actually stop for you but you you do eventually get him to stop um and then when you dive into cover as soon as you do that your donkey starts to take off okay do you want to try and grab the rope or fuck it no uh in is my final i don't know if this counts as an action or not i'm gonna start putting on my spider gloves and then what do you think how am i doing on time so far you could still do some more movement um i'm probably not gonna let you take a shot or anything um, I'm going to very quickly try to get to the ledge of the cliff and start making my way up. Okay, why don't you give me an athletics check? Ooh, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get a bonus from the gloves, though, don't you? Yeah, so I rolled a 14. Oh, yeah. you No problem. Um, you don't get all the way up the up the cliff, but you're, you're uh, let's say you're five feet from the from the ledge so next turn you can get up there and you can start to do some damage if you want bulk all right so uh was i far enough um behind him that like uh we kind of caught up when he stopped to get off the donkey yeah you're caught up to him right now okay and so um can i try to grab uh the reins of his donkey to make sure it doesn't get away from us oh you're caught up to him not to the donkey do you want to try and to stir to spur him and grab it yeah, I want to try to uh, grab his ass. Yeah, give me an animal handling. <laughs> Chris, tell the truth. Are you doing this action simply to make that joke? <laughs> I thought so. I would love to give myself enough credit to think I thought of it before I wanted to take the action. But it was just so obvious I had to go there at least once I was there. All right, so uh, 15. Oh, yeah, yeah. You... um. So you spur your ass a little bit and um, it grazed <laughs> just a little bit over the sound. These orcs are still chanting in the background. Uruk, Uruk, and there's gunshots going off everywhere and grab onto this, this rope as it's, as it's just waving in the breeze um, like some sort of a wacky waving inflatable tube man at some sort of an aquarium. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and you grab it tight and you actually manage to uh you manage to stop his ass and uh all right i picked the wrong animals for this i'll never i'll never <laughs> stop laughing at those jokes so uh yeah after i grab hold of it i i stop uh both of them i'm like whoa donnie 
and then um, I stop, and then now I want to actually start to, you know, pick off uh, whoever's closest. All right. Am well, I I'm still gonna... in, am I still in range of uh, the the war chief? Oh yeah, you're a lot closer to him now. He's uh, he's basically right above you on the ledge of the cliff, staring down at you. So you're you're probably five to ten feet away from the ledge of the cliff, and he's just right straight above you. In that case, I am going to chromatic orb, just a range spell attack. All right, yeah, this is definitely hitting. <laughs> it was a natural sixteen plus seven, so uh. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! So, 48 times 2. <laughs> yeah, he's going to... This guy is going to get pretty fucked here. So, yeah, 23 times 2. So, uh, 46. <laughs> what, uh... Chromatic Orb, that one... Do you have to pick a, a certain thing or no? Oh, yeah, that's right, I do. So, um, I will go with, uh... Let's just go with a good old-fashioned fire damage. All right. So, unlike your cantrips, your uh, your rifle actually whines for a second. You know that 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 high pitched right as it releases this giant orb that flashes between all sorts of different colors as it kind of slowly floats towards the towards this orc war chief, but it moves quickly enough and basically as though it was a homing missile so no matter what he tries to do to dodge it, it eventually catches with his chest and erupts him with a gout of flame, creating huge burns all around his face and chest area, and he looks rough but is still standing and then he actually narrows his eyes at you, uh, Falk because it is his turn as soon as he looks at me after I do that, I start to do his chant back at him, but I kind of <laughs> am a little off with it. And I'm like, ooga chaka, ooga chaka. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go any further with that song because I don't want to, you know, get copyright strike or anything, but you know where that was going. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> Classic Tim, not worried about shit. Knocking this orc off. <laughs> no, uh. So, why don't you go ahead and give me another dexterity saving throw? All right, uh, fifteen plus three, eighteen. All right. So this uh, this war chief he he jumps down, and he's got his axe in the same position as the last one. However, this time when you try and and twist your body out of the way, you don't. You don't get connected with by the axe, but he does kind of like shoulder into you a little bit and you guys both get knocked onto the ground. You don't take any damage. However, you are going to have to use half of your movement getting up next turn. All right. I rolled a 23. I felt like you rolled super well and it wasn't like, I don't know. That seemed like a good yeah, compromise. Um, are my asses running away? <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude, they're taking off because there's gunshots going off everywhere. And as soon as they don't have a rider, they start doing their own fucking thing. Oh, fuck. Don't leave me, Donnie. <laughs> Igma? Uh, I'd like to uh, approach the chief and take this opportunity to use my sneak attack uh, ability uh, while he's engaged 
So why don't you uh, go ahead and roll me a stealth check to move through this foliage without him noticing you trying to creep up. All right. 26. Holy shit. Good lord. (laughs) So you guys... You guys both kind of see Igmut out of the corner of your eye start to move and then immediately lose track of him, as does everyone else, of course. So, uh, Igmut, yeah, you d- do what you want, my friend. <laughs> you are you are invisible. You are water, my friend. Okay. Well, you best believe I'm grabbing that scattergun. And, um... 13... That's going to be a hit, but you have advantage because he's currently uh, on the ground prone. So you can go ahead and roll again. So I just got a 29. Uh, To hit? Yes. Yeah, so um, you didn't roll a natural 20, I take it? No. Yeah, you hit, so go ahead and roll damage. Twenty-five, and then I add the sneak attack. Yep. So thirty-five. Okay. So, Falk, you're kind of keeping your eye on uh, this war chief as you're trying to scramble back to your feet, and you just see appearing out of nowhere, Igmut presses his uh, his scatter gun to the temple of this war chief and pulls both triggers at the same time. <laughs> And oh, it just shit. erupts in a shower of gore. And I did that. My character did that. <laughs> and you hear a war cry after that of, uh, of some loud ululating. And you, you actually hear the chanting stop. And for a second, the, gun, the, the gunfire does not stop, but the chanting does. And, uh, yeah, you guys just dealt a, a pretty significant blow. However, in your in your loud uulating, that means that there are now five uh, trained rifles on you. Oh, bring them on. So, first result, uh, does a 20 hit your armor class, Igmet? Oh, yeah, I, I have an armor class of 15. Gotcha. So, that's not going to hit. Not going to hit. All right, so we got two out of five. So the first one, you get kind of grazed on the shoulder and uh, it rips a hole in in your armor and uh, you take 10 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then the second one connects directly in your stomach. Um, Your armor kind of keeps it from going deep into anything vital, but you do take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. All right. And you're you're definitely like, you know, you you, you pulled the trigger, you, you yelled out your war cry, and then immediately got in the stomach, and so it kind of forces some of your air out of you, and you're not <laughs> feeling well at all. All right. Bad gut shot. <laughs> Thomas DeWeese, what would you like to do, sir? Uh, as soon as I get to the top of the ledge, I dive into the bushes and I'd like to roll a perception. Yeah, go ahead. Um, give me a stealth check too, please. Okay. <laughs> perception. Oh, I get a bonus. Hold on. Okay, so. Give me the stealth first, though. Uh, 16 stealth. Oh, okay. Yeah, you managed to scramble over into um, into a nearby bush. Um, there isn't as much cover at the top of the canyon, but there's a few uh, a few plants and, and stuff like that. 
that. Um, go ahead and roll your perception check. 17 with my glasses. Awesome. So you notice that there are there are still three orcs up here, and they're all kind of grouped rather close together um, with their rifles, um, like like uh, resting on the on some rocks that they're using, kind of like a like a shooting bench. It's just on my side of the canyon. Correct. On the other side, um, you can see the orcs over there, but I mean, they're behind a decent little bit of cover, and it's kind of a long shot as well. So it seems like if you were going to try and do something, this side would probably be your best bet. Okay. How much do I have left in my in my turn? You can take you can take a shot. You can hell if you wanted to, you could run up and and bludgeon somebody with your mace and then shoot somebody. <laughs> you else. just want me to use my mace because I never have. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Do I have to do stealth again or what? <laughs> nah, you're. If you're gonna just run over and and smack somebody with your mace, you can go ahead and uh, roll with advantage because they're they're pointing down at the at the ravine, so they're not really concentrating on you at all. all right. Uh. Plus. Oh, I gotta. Hold on. Sorry. Advantage. <clears throat> Still a nine. Like with all your stuff added on, it's a nine. I got a five plus four. Yeah, that's a miss. Oh. <laughs> I, miss with my, I was a little, uh, I was a little excited. <laughs> Swung a little prematurely. <laughs> Do I still have uh, advantage with my pistol too, or what? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, that's better. <laughs> um, eighteen. Okay, yeah, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage. And so that's. I'm assuming that you're trying to shoot the guy that you just tried to swing yeah, on. Yeah, that's three d six plus three, right? So. Yep. Another eighteen. Oh shit! Okay. So you run up, uh, you run up behind this guy, and you bring your mace down onto the rock beside him, and it showers out <laughs> sparks a little bit. And you kind of make a face for a second in panic, and immediately pull your pistol <laughs> out of its holster with your other hand, and <laughs> just point blank press it into his ribs and pull the trigger. Um, That's some Harrison Ford shit right there. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it was pretty. It was pretty badass, actually. Uh, and you, you get a little bit of blood that comes back onto you, and he seems to be pretty wounded, but not, um, not close to death or anything like that. Falk, what would you like to do? Now, let me just give you a quick uh, layout of what's going on. So, Igmet is standing above the uh, the cor- the headless corpse of the war chief. You're laying on the ground right now. You don't know where Tom is. Uh, there are three orcs on either side of the ridge, and there is another orc that is currently being swept away by the river. What would you like to do? <laughs> While I'm prone, I'm uh, technically they have disadvantage at firing shots at me, right? Yep. Okay, so I'll stay prone. <laughs> this, like, um, <laughs> and I'll just like sort of um, you know roll over on my uh, back and start aiming my gun at um, uh, Tom wasn't able to kill the one that he's engaging with right not the I mean there's three orcs um, on on either side of the ravine so if there if there was a priest up there you would think that he probably didn't succeed at killing anything that's up there oh, okay but uh, I can't see him right now no you the, cannot the other one no. Nope. Okay. Um, can I see any of them? Yeah, <laughs> you can. You okay. can. 
Yeah, you can you can even see the one that uh, Tom is kind of engaged with, but you don't have glasses on, and so you're just <laughs> oh, that's right. yeah. because of the reflection um, off of Tom's pale face. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> so uh, at this point, then you are so fortunate. My hat didn't fall off. <laughs> He'd be blind right now. Roll against blindness. <laughs> I should just do that. That should be an attack move. <laughs> Can I focus the sun onto my head and blind them? What kind of a roll is that? Yeah, I'm just going to um, take a firebolt shot at whoever I, I'm closest to. And, um, you know, just see if I can That would hit be him. the one that Tom is engaged with, even though you're not aware okay. that he's engaged with. Well, I rolled a natural one, and that was on my first roll, so... Uh, <laughs> Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for the help, buddy. <laughs> so, Tom, you you don't get injured by it, but you see a gout of flame erupt on the rock right in front of you, and it kind of singes your eyebrows and eyelids <laughs> a bit. Um, sunglasses on. <laughs> I know. It, it was a big gout of flame. Holy shit! Uh, and amongst that, uh, amongst that, that you see, you also hear someone go fuck. <laughs> 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 Igma, what do you want to do? So you've got Tom laying on the ground next to you. He's got his rifle out and he's launching magic spells everywhere. You have no idea where the priest went. You've got three orcs on either side of the ravine kind of grouped up close together uh, with their rifles resting on the rocks, taking pot shots at you guys. Okay, well, obviously, I have to uh, challenge those three guys up there. So I... um, I make my sound again, uh, my, my war cry, if you will, uh, and uh, I, I try and um, duck around but get closer to the three orcs and pull out my scattergun again. Okay, and so are you going to try and climb up the, the ravine wall? Like, what's uh, your, or are you just going to try and take some pot shots up, up the ravine wall? I'll duck for cover at the base of the wall and shoot up at them. All right, so you're going to roll with disadvantage now. That means that you're going to take the lowest result out of two rolls. All right, that was a nine. And that was an 11. Nine, 11. <laughs> Bush did it, boys. Um, and then add the seven to that. So that- seven added to your nine? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's going to be a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. I, I, I'm at 24. Okay, perfect. You kind of uh, brace yourself up against the wall and find a little nook to rest your scattergun in. You, uh, you open the breach, pop two brand new shells in there, close it, pull the trigger, and Tom... You actually see an, an eruption of gore just spill out over you as this dude's chest just becomes a gaping hole. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for when you climb down and you're just full of, of gore and singe and like... But you haven't been hit by anything. You have not been damaged once this entire uh, combat, but yet... You're going to look the worst for wear. <laughs> so that's going to bring us to some more pot shots. 
So we got one on Igvit and one on Fault. Igvit, yours um, is going to be another grazing shot. This one is going to graze off of your hip and take uh, four damage from that one, which is the bare minimum that I can do with a rifle. Okay. And Falk, you, however, are going to take 13 as one drives right into your thigh and you beller out in pain. Lovely. <laughs> That's your bellow? <laughs> ah! Donnie, why'd you leave me? <laughs> Donnie, come back. I'm hurt. <laughs> Tom, you're up. Do I got to roll perception or do I know what's going no, on? No, you, uh, so... There are two orcs. They're they're kind of doing this thing where they're pointing the guns at you and then also pointing them down to the ravine and they're not really sure. Because as far as they're concerned, you just made that guy's chest explode. <laughs> and so they're a little bit they're a little bit uh, concerned for for their safety at this point cuz this is not going as well as they planned. How many are left on my side? There's two uh, that, like I said, that are kind of going back and forth between training your guns on you and training them down to the ravine. Okay. Um, I'm going to use thaumaturgy again to make my eyes glow. And then I just walk, <laughs> I walk up to the one closest to me and I just grab him by the shirt collar and put my gun to his head. And then uh, I say, may Ernie have mercy on your soul. And I pull the trigger. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll me a attack roll. Wait, is Ernie the god you pray to? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ernie Christ. <laughs> so, uh, I rolled a nat one. <laughs> That's what you get for worshipping Ernie Christ. So here's what I guess happened. Ernie, I guess Ernie had mercy on his soul. <laughs> so you deliver, you deliver that ridiculous line. I mean, you you look like Goku after just going Super Saiyan, like just feeling like a badass, and then you pull the trigger, the hammer connects, and it just clicks. Nothing happens. You kind of stare down at the gun for a second. You like shake it, and nothing. Like nothing happens at all. Fuck. <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, it's so embarrassing, right, dude? That's what, I'm so glad that that happened, though. I grab him by the shirt collar. I say, "May Ernie have mercy on your soul." Click. <laughs> Damn it, Ernie. <laughs> Alright, uh... Ernie, it's just a saying. It wasn't a real thing. <laughs> I wasn't praying. <laughs> so, um... How, how big is the river? It's about ten feet wide. Ten feet wide. Not, obviously, right, so not the whole way down or anything like that, but average ten feet wide. All right, here. Um, I will stand up, so that uses half my movement. Am I like right along the the bank of the river there? Yeah, you're you're maybe you're within like four or five feet of it, because um, there would be kind of like a beach along the bank, and you wanted to be in cover. So, but you're you're definitely right. very close. All right, so I want to get up 
and then I want to jump to the other side of the river using my girdle of leaping. (laughs) 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 Which, Which, if you remember from the last episode, it grants me double my athletics. Which is zero. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to attempt to jump across this river. (laughs) You can have advantage on that roll. All right. Only because I'm so happy that you're using the girdle. (laughs) Well, my first roll was a 19. Ooh. Yeah, so 19. So... You actually can feel the magic of the girdle for a second, just like pulsating into your hips as it causes your flexors to just thrust out just a bit (laughs) further. And you manage to just get across the river. You kind of like wave your arms in a circle for a second and then get get your balance back and uh, you can you can take a shot if you'd like. Yeah, your movement is pretty much gone. Yeah, I will shoot at the closest person uh, with a firebolt. Okay. And, uh, well, yeah, that's not going to do well. Five. Okay. So (laughs) as you're trying to, as you're trying to like gain your footing, you level your uh, pistol and you see it start to glow for a second. You take another step forward and your foot just slides out in the mud and you, you just shoot off a bolt off into the off into the air um, to the left of the orc instead of it flying true. That brings us to you, Igmut. How many boys are there left for us, Tim? Five. You do know, however, though, that if you probably take out one or two more of them, the others will probably run because it does. As soon as, as soon as it's an, an even or a fair fight, orcs usually aren't interested. That's true. They're, they're cowardly bastards. I wouldn't know. I am one. <laughs> Half one. <laughs> um, all right. I, um, duck for, for cover if I'm able to. And. Oh Yeah. Does that does that count as a full a full move? No, no, you're just you're just kind of um you're just moving a little bit to get into an area with a little bit more foliage and shit. Like that's fine. That's we'll say that used up let's say 10 feet of your movement. You still got another 20 feet and a shot if you want. Okay. I try and use my stealth ability. I try to stealthily move through the brush towards the two on my side. I'll try and uh, stealthily uh, climb up. So why don't you roll me a stealth check and an athletics check then, please? All right. Stealth. Oh, my hell. Uh, So 15 on the stealth. And then you said an athletics? Correct. 24. Oh, yeah. So actually... I'll let you take a shot when you get to the top. Um, really? Oh yeah, you so you you leap up into the air and your adrenaline is just pumping because you've taken a couple of shots and you're just angry about this entire situation and you quickly get your hand up on the t- on the le- on this ledge and you just uh-huh. wrench yourself up there and level your shotgun just pissed. So go ahead and roll. Oh, okay. All right. I like this. 
All right, so that's a 22. Roll again and see if you if you crit. Uh, that's a natural 13 plus 7. Okay, yeah. So go ahead and roll damage um, with your sneak attack. You have a sneak attack on uh, this guy. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, because so what's ha- what's going on right now is you get up there and you see that Tom is kind of uh, is kind of tussling <laughs> with the guy, and there's a guy behind him and he's got his rifle raised and he's kind of he's kind of moving it around in uh, small concentric circles trying to get a bead uh, in uh, order to take a shot, and you actually take your shot first. Okay, so I I roll my normal damage and then add two d sixes, right? Correct. Okay. All right, so we're looking at 35. Oh. Jeez. I right. love this scattergun. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you, as you're kind of, you're kind of climbing up, you're on one knee and rising up to your full height and you pull the trigger on your scattergun and it connects right at, right at the thigh of this orc and completely blows off his leg. And he starts screaming, ah! Ah! and writhing around the ground. There's blood just spraying everywhere. It's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. It's a dark, thick, black blood. You can tell that that this, this orc is not much longer for the world. And the orc that is currently staring at you, Tom, he kind of makes a panicked face and immediately starts to try and sprint away from you. Um, you can have an opportunity attack with your mace or your pistol, but not both. <laughs> pistol it is. Eight. <laughs> yeah, that's a miss. And so, yeah, he starts to he starts to sprint away um, and um, he makes a beeline. And you, uh, you guys actually know that on the other side of the river, those orcs see what's going on and they start to take off uh, the other direction as well. Igma, you do notice that mm-hmm. in the distance, maybe a hundred feet in the direction that the last orc on your side is heading, there are a group of horses that are tied off to uh, what looks to be a cactus or something green. It's kind of hard to tell at this distance. Nice. Okay. And so, Tom, right. it's on you. How far away is that guy? Uh, he's, let's say he's uh, 35 feet. I want to take a shot at the guy running away from me. Um, and you will have a disadvantage, though, just so you know. Yeah. Oh, nat twenty down the drain. Oh no. So fourteen. Um. Yeah, that'll hit. That would have been a lot more cool if you had gotten that uh, nat twenty, though. <laughs> that that hits, and then what? What happens? You roll damage. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> 15. All right. You managed to hit him fairly solidly in what looks to be his back, but he kind of he kind of uh staggers forward a little bit and then keeps in stride running away from you guys. Um Falk on your side, all of the orcs on your side are out of view cuz they have sprinted off in the opposite direction of you. As soon as they all started running and I noticed that they were fleeing, um I started doing the Uga Chaka Uga Chaka. <laughs> I say to Igmit, uh, "Do you think you can take him down with an arrow?" I can sure try. 
Go ahead and take the shot. So that is a 20. That's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. I have way too many dice. I, I, have, <laughs> I have four sets now. Um, oh, it's 26. Okay, so you immediately, you drop your scatter gun and it's kind of attached with like a little level, a little leather, uh, a little leather thong that kind of um, hangs on your belt. So you drop that Ooh. and it starts swinging at your hip. You immediately grab your bow off of your back and put knock an arrow into it, raise it up into the air and stare down your arm, just trying to trying to get the gauge the distance. You loose the arrow and it just pierces through the base of his neck and you immediately see him slump forward and kind of roll a couple times and stop moving. Woo-wee. I just stand there staring and I rub the back of my head and I say, I was kind of hoping you'd take him alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still now at the other side of the river is those two, aren't I? Yes, and they're up on top of the ravine as well, so... Yeah, I guess I'm going to use the girdle of leaping once again to <laughs> get back on the other side. Okay. <laughs> it's a two. <laughs> Somebody's about to get wet. So this time you feel the girdle like it, it its magic starts to to permeate your body and you just have this weird feeling and you you kind of fart a little bit and you go to leap and it must have been the fart that just threw you off a little bit cuz you 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 land onto the other bank and your feet just immediately slip out from under you. And I mean, they go up into the air. You are completely upside down before your head smashes into the water. And you're not going to get swept down the river, but you're very wet. And you also, you take four points of bludgeoning damage from hitting your head All on right. the rock. <laughs> Without having any clue of what just happened down in the canyon, I start to climb down the rocks with my spider gloves. Yeah, no problem. It's not a hard climb. Now that you're not in uh, combat, you don't even have to roll for it. But I'd like to remind you, though, that you are covered in bits of viscera and gore, (laughs) and your entire outfit is singed. And yeah, so that's a thing. So one more thing that's important. When I fell and like, you know, fell back into the river and hit my head and everything, did my coonskin cap uh, fall off? <laughs> Hold on one second. <laughs> High or low, Chris? Hi. You still got your hat. Oh, yes. you lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> I-, I felt it come off and then I just like reached out and I got the tail. Actually, let's say that that's the reason why you bludgeoned your head. So you had a chance to shield the back of your head with your arm, but you felt your hat coming off, and you're just like, no, I have to reach for this instead of protecting my dome piece. (laughs) Thank Ernie, I didn't lose my hat. (laughs) What's how it's taken me a moment to climb down. What state are you in when I get to the ground? Oh man, I'm I'm 
so I, I notice that you're climbing down and not looking at me. So, like, I, as quick as I can, like, gather myself up into the most presentable fashion. Like, nothing went wrong. Okay. And I'm not hiding it well. <laughs> I reach the bottom and I, I just kind of saunter over to you and then I just stop and stare. What the fuck is with all of you guys in sauntering? Why is everybody sauntering this game? No, I, I, will, sure. I will correct the record here. I have not sauntered once in this game. Have I sauntered? I, I feel like to. this is a Brian thing. I'm pretty sure I'm the only saunterer. No, um, no, Vaughn was the one that sauntered a lot. I forgot. It was Vaughn who would saunter to a corner, and Brian who also saunters everywhere. Can I clarify? Fucking dandies ever. <laughs> so that, that's like a slow movement, right? Yeah, Is that a saunter? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just a weird way yeah, it's to like, it. Because you know, kind of swinging your hips a little bit, and it says to walk at a leisurely pace or stroll. See, it's not that weird. I'm not. That's pretty weird. weird. <laughs> that's, that's how cowboys walk, you guys. No, they don't. <laughs> now, if you said that you were at a canter, I'd be all right with it. I canter over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I, man! I just stop and I stare at him for a bit, and then I turn and I spit into the ground, and then I say, "Hell of a fight." <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just dripping blood. <laughs> you got, uh, you got your canteen filled up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we lost our asses though. <laughs> mm, we can't have gone far <clears throat> either this way or that way. I'd bend down and fill up my canteen. Uh, boys, uh, I, we're gonna need some supplies, and those those asses are not to be found right now. Uh, and, um, yeah, I, I go get the horses, for sure. As, uh, Tom's filling up his canteen, I, I turn to him, and I'm like, uh, welcome to the West. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Fillmore's Crossing. Please, Join us every other Thursday for a new episode and a new adventure or a continuation of another adventure. I really said that in a weird way, huh? For more LCPD&D, you can follow us by searching for LCPD&D on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The podcast is also available by searching for LCPD&D on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, CastBox, and Spotify. You can follow Chris Riley, a.k.a. Falks Mulder, on Twitter at Chris Riley LCP. You can follow me, Brian Bridges, a.k.a. Tom DeWeese, on Twitter, at ManlyBrian, and on Instagram, Brian underscore Bridges. You can follow Tim DeMuse, a.k.a. our beloved GM, on Twitter, at IdaGrabYourGun. And you can follow Wesley Sullivan, a.k.a. Igmet Yazee, on Twitter, at WideWideWest. Thanks for joining us on our adventure. We'll see you on the next episode. Oh,